Hello, I guess I'm back for another entry in my personal, I guess, story podcast. I don't know if today will be a story, more like a reflection. So, I mean, it's December 21st, 2022. Uh, Christmas is literally Sunday and today is Wednesday. So... I woke up this morning feeling very weird. You know, these moments come often. Like, it's rare that I'm sad or I get depressed. Usually I'm upbeat and happy. Most of my friends would attest to that or my family. I like to joke and just, I think I get it from my dad. You just try to be the best version of yourself without being fake, right? Like, you just want to fill your environment with, like, positive energy and happiness. But today I woke up and I just felt like, I don't know. I only get like this around my birthday and like towards the end of the year. Cause usually those are the moments I take and I reflect on my life. And I, I've always been like this since I was younger. I can't really explain it. I don't know how many people out there are like this, but sometimes I sit down and I think to myself, usually around my birthday, around new years. And I reflect on my life or on the year that just passed and I say what what did I accomplish what did I do like am I better off now than I was a year ago to this date what did I accomplish in a year and like I said I've always been like that all my life as long as I can remember I'm I'm always like trying to push myself to do more and be better and I don't want to be an overachiever because by no means am I like someone that tries to achieve the most and be the best at everything that I do or be better than anybody in the room. I think it's just, I don't like stagnation. I don't like being stuck and I don't like repetitive nature. Like I couldn't wake up every day and go to the dinner at a certain time every day, like five o'clock with the same people on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Stuff like that drives me crazy. Like I like random and I don't know if that was because my upbringing because my parents like my upbringing was like oh grandma might just show up one day or cousins might just show up one day or family members from Virginia or up north will just come by and stop by the house and just like surprise us and just show up and speak and it was always normal and welcome right like anybody could just stop through and I'm kind of like that now with my family like I'll just show up and be like, oh, hey, I'm just stopping by and see what people are doing. And if no one's home, it doesn't bother me. I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to continue on what I wanted to do. It's like that sporadic random nature. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But today when I woke up, I just wasn't feeling like I was okay. It felt like something was missing or wrong. And I don't know where I don't know where it came from. But like something just fell off. And then at work today, things were just slow and it just felt off. So I was just reflecting on a lot of things in my life. And I think the reason why I am the way that I am is because I just don't I just don't want to be one of those people like I've seen it in family members relationships where they'll get in a relationship or they'll get a job or they'll do something and they'll just like, oh, I'm comfortable, so I'm happy here. And I mean, if that works for you, then kudos, that's great. That That's good that you can just be like, oh, I'm at this safe spot, right? 
But whenever I get in safe spots, I've always felt uneased. I've always felt like, hmm, something might happen. Something might come up and just like knock me off my feet. So I never try to get too comfortable. I'm not like on edge or like always nervous or anything like that. It's just along the lines of I'm always just kind of like, hmm, I want to stay ahead of the game. So I never get like sidetracked or caught off guard. So like while I have like a good job doing what I do, I'm an IT analyst for an insurance company and I love that job. I, I, I like what I do. But I've been there for four years and now I'm like, hmm, I'm comfortable. I'm good at what I do I'm at a decent place in my team. I'm not too low on the totem pole. I'm not too high. Like I'm not number one, but I'm definitely like like I'm like in the top 10 out of like, I don't know, maybe 25 or 30 teammates. So I think I'm good, but like I don't want to get comfortable. So I'm just debating on like, well, what do I want to go from here? Where is there to go in the company? Where can I progress and get better? Four years in IT in a particular field or the same job title. Like I get it back in the 90s and 80s. People used to do that. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm good. I want to do this until I retire. I'm going to do the same position. And I'm like, no, I kind of. I don't want to do that. That doesn't really work nowadays. Nowadays, it's about jumping from job to job to get that better pay as opposed to like waiting for like salary increases or uh, increase in pay, which is like 50 cent or 25 cent. People are better off nowadays just jumping from job to job every few years when one offers a better or higher price. So my job is great. I live in a house. I pay like very cheap rent compared to most people in like today's society with the way rent is going up and inflation and possible recession next year in 2023. I mean, so I live really, I live in a really good, I just paid off my car this year. So like I look at some of my accomplishments when I look back over the year, like uh, I keep saying like, I can't help it. (laughs) So um, some of my accomplishments that I was going over in my head today, cause I try to get myself out of this funk when I get in these negative places or this place where I'm like reevaluating what's going on. And it's not necessarily that I'm not happy. I'm just like trying to figure out what's making me feel the way that I'm feeling. Um, or I just try to get myself out of the mood by thinking about positive things. And I was just going over some of the things that I accomplished and this is no way of me bolstering or, like being full of myself. But like I paid off my car in February of 2022, which was a good milestone for me because the car is paid off. I don't owe any payments. It's mine. All I do is pay taxes and insurance on my car. I also, I drove to Canada. I went to go see my teacher. Uh, my middle school teacher turned, uh, I think it's in her 80s. Uh, so she, 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 I surprised her and I drove to Canada in May. So I drove all the way to Canada. I got, I, okay. I tried to fly, but it was going to take the book too long. And if you get the booklet, um, you can fly, but you can't, if you get the card and I had, it was on a strict time frame, So I had to get the card. It was going to take too long for the book. So I got the card and I was like, okay, I can drive across the border into Canada with my uh, car and if I have my card and my license. So I drove to Canada and 12 hours straight by myself. No one rode with me. I drove all the way from North Carolina 
up into Canada, London, Canada, and that's where I met her. I literally got there in time enough just to like unpack, switch, change clothes in the hotel room, and then head to the restaurant where I surprised her with her daughter. I coordinated everything with her daughter. Um, and then, um, so yeah, I went to Canada. I drove back from Canada. Uh, that was a crazy story. Maybe that'll be a podcast at some point because I had a very good experience with that. I also, um, I went to Myrtle Beach, which I do every year. Uh, I went to Myrtle Beach for an entire week. And then I took off an entire week for my birthday week uh, just to kind of like relax and not have to think about work. And in October, I took off another week. So I had to, so I took off a week in the summer for Myrtle Beach. And then I took off a week for my birthday. And then I took off a week for um, in October, but I had like 180 hours that I had to use because only 80 transfer for my job. So I had to use like 100 hours. So that's why I took off so much time. Uh, I'm getting off topic, but like I said, I was just trying to review things and try to remain positive in my mind. And I think what it came down to was why I was sad when I got off work, I was sitting there and I was thinking, why am I sad? Why am I feeling this way? You know? And I'm blessed <laughs> as someone who does not really like the church, but I do identify as Christian. Um, or I do believe in a higher deity on some level. I think I, I think the thing that probably has caused the most turmoil for me or why I feel the way that I feel is because I'm dealing with a lot of, we all have demons, right? We all have done things in our life that we're not particularly proud of. And I think for me, some of the things that I've done aren't, I wouldn't say, I mean, I haven't murdered anybody. It's not anything that crazy outlandish. I think I've just lived a very, whole life where I, I think I lived a life where I had to prove myself constantly and not just, and it's not even like to the world. It's like to myself. I remember at a young age, um, my teacher in elementary school, I don't remember every detail, just stories that my mom told me, which was that my teacher would let me sleep in class. Like, she would literally just let me sleep in class while she was teaching because she said I was so cute when I slept and I would miss out on a lot of lessons. So my learning, I was behind. So at some point when I was getting older and getting, you know, between the early years of school, they determined that I had learning. I was a slow learner. I had some type of learning disability. So what they had back in the day was this thing called like special ed classes. And it ranged from people who might have had, you know, autism to other issues mentally or whatever. And I was thrown in those classes. And while I was in those classes, I didn't think I really like belonged there because I didn't think I had a problem learning. Everyone learns differently and school is not for everyone, which some people can attest to. Some of the most successful people only have a high school degree. And I just didn't think I belonged there. So I started to like work harder and like I needed to prove like I just wanted I, I got tired of being pulled out of classes. So I would have to go and like when it was time to take a test or it's time to do an assignment, they would be like, OK, well, 
Sherman and such and such students are going to leave the class and are going to have extra amount of time. I didn't want the extra amount of time. I didn't want to be treated special. I wanted the same amount of time that everybody else had to take the test, to write a paper, to do whatever task it was asked of me to do, because how am I supposed to prepare myself for the real world? Because there's not like in my mind, I was like, that doesn't seem right. Like I can't be taken out of class every time there's a test or there's an something happening to give me extra time. I want the same time that everybody else is getting so I can adjust and I can learn at the same rate or speed. Even if I have to put in extra work, I don't care. I didn't, it, I wasn't picked on. That wasn't the reason. No one picked on me. I wasn't being called any of the things that special ed people are being called or back in the day in the 90s and 80s when people were like picked on for being in those classes that's that never happened to me it's just I didn't I didn't want to be special I wanted to be I didn't want to be I guess you could say normal I didn't want to be normal either I just wanted the same opportunities that everybody else had and not anything special I didn't want to be catered to I wanted to prove myself for my worth so right around middle school I remember talking to my mom I don't know why, but I don't know if I stressed it or my mom stressed it. But I was just kind of like, I don't want to be in these classes anymore. Like, I don't think I am special or I have a disability when it comes to learning. And if I do, then I need to work harder so I can actually overcome that disability or learn how to absorb information in a way in which I'm on the same playing field as everybody else. So I remember going and my mom and dad talking to the school and there's like a whole bunch of stuff that was happening that had to get me out of that special ed program. And then first year of high school, freshman year, I wasn't in special ed anymore. I didn't have to like leave class early to take tests or anything like that that I remember. And I just remember failing. I think it was it was 19. 11. Yeah, I remember failing the ninth grade. And it was because it wasn't because I wasn't able to learn or I was just put out of my depth in the learning situation. I just think I was caught up with like making new friends and socializing and getting acclimated to like this new high school lifestyle. And like, I wasn't popular, but everybody kind of treated me nice and knew me and my cousins were like well-known, like regardless of whether it was gang related or not, they were like known and friendly with a lot of people and people just didn't pick on me, but I, I had fun and I lost track of my work and my study. So when I failed the ninth grade, I remember telling myself, like, I, I was like, oh, man, I felt embarrassed. I felt bad for myself. It was never, like, embarrassed because of what people would think of me. It was just like, no, all of my friends, everyone that I, in my class, that I knew I was going to graduate high school with were going to graduate a year before me. And I didn't want that. I needed to prove myself. So I remember going to summer school, and I remember having to work extra hard and being focused in class and then just kind of changing my mindset of like, no, I need to focus. I need to do good in these classes. I need to graduate. And I end up graduating on time. Like I graduated the same year as my cousin, the same year as all of my classmates. And I remember all of it. And then after that, it didn't stop there. Like like I said, I just wanted to achieve more. I wanted to do more. I, I, I didn't want to be special. But... <laughs> When you are raised a certain type of way, like being a minority and an African-American, like you're constantly reminded that you're black is not something that like 
I went out my way to be like, oh, I'm black, I'm black, or I'm African-American. Like, I deal with these struggles. Those things didn't come across my mind. It was more like the world reminded me that I was black in so many ways. Like, my first girlfriend uh, was white, and I just remember having a bad encounter with her father and then me breaking up with her. I, um, I remember, I mean, I'm gay, but... I younger me didn't know that. And anyway, I remember I remember graduating with all of my family mem- with all of my classmates and some of my family members that was cousins because it was a small town. And I remember walking across the stage my uh, middle school teacher who I went to go visit in Canada for her birthday this year. I remember her coming to my high school graduation. She drove from Canada to come down and watch me graduate from high school. And I remember walking across that stage and I always say it was like my first slow moment in my life. Like if I felt like when they called my name and I walked across the stage, my high school stage to grab my fake diploma because it was just a balled up piece of paper because they mailed it to you. I remember stepping on the stage and then things just instantly slowing down, like just extremely slow. It was like I was breathing in the moment I was experiencing it. And if you listen to my previous or my uh, first pod personal story where I talked about, thank you, pastor. And I said I had a slow moment when he outed me in front of the church and my entire family. It was equivalent to that, but it was like in a positive way. Right. Because like I walked across the stage and I looked out and I saw all my family members and everything felt like a slow moment and it was emotional, but not like I wanted to cry, but like it was just a lot of emotions, this feeling of accomplishment that empowered me. And from that moment, I was just like, oh, if this is like what accomplishment felt like on a made like a major scale accomplishment, right? I felt the same. I didn't mean things don't slow down anymore. I'm a little bit older. I don't think I have slow moments. I think the last slow moment I might have had was like I don't know uh my engagement that I had a few years ago when I was engaged. Like well engaged and I got proposed to. But um I will say that that moment of like walking across the stage was meaningful to me. And I had that moment again when I graduated with my associate's degree several years later. I got associate's degree. And then that slow moment happened again when I got my bachelor's degree. And part of me feels like right now, am I too comfortable to the point where I'm missing the fact that like I've always pushed myself I've always been in circumstances where like the odds were stacked against me to a certain extent or I had to like work hard to get where I am. And like, I don't think I'm not working hard. I think that right now in my life, I'm just kind of like, like I'm on cruise control, right? I'm on a highway. I'm on cruise control. Before all of this cruise control moment for the last four or five years of my life, I was in, I was, I, I was I might as well say I was like running from the cops or I was running to get to my next milestone destination, right? I'm on this endless road. I'm traveling across country and I'm just hitting all of these milestones. Okay, 100, 100 miles, 100, another 100 miles. Okay, I'm at 500 miles. Like that's like high school. That's first associate, my first uh, higher education degree with my associate's degree. Then it was my bachelor's degree. And now I have my degree and it was like, okay, I have to get a job. I got my first IT job several years ago 
And I felt like an, I felt like I was accomplishing things. And then I moved up in the company. And then I moved here to Greensboro. Well, actually, before then, I moved to Raleigh. And I was working in Raleigh doing IT at a bank. And I felt like I had a I had this big office. And I lo- overlooked across the street. And it was a busy street in Raleigh. And I was the IT person for, like, several banks. I don't know, maybe five or six. So I have to drive to locations. But, like, I felt like I was accomplishing and I was doing things. And then... I moved to Greensboro and I applied for this job that I have now for this insurance company as an IT analyst. And I've been doing this for the past four years. And while I've been at this company, I realized the growth is not much growth. Like when you when you're in an IT company and you work for a big, big company with a lot of IT people. So it's not like a high school or like a community college or university. You're talking to like hundreds of thousands of employees and this company is like pulls in millions like as someone who's always looked at milestones and how to constantly progress and achieve more, I think I got to a place where I was like, okay, I got this job. I want to be good at this job. I got good at my job. And then I just was like, okay, I'm safe. And then I got distracted by other things like, oh, I don't have any friends here. I've always been surrounded by family and friends. And that kind of threw me for a loop when I moved to Greensboro because I had no family and none of my close friends. So it was like, how do I make friends? So I went from, let me get comfortable with this job to I need to be able to make friends and have a social life and social group outside of just working and the few coworkers that I might talk to. And I think I got comfortable with like a small group of friends or trying to make friends or failing to make friends. So I was like, okay, I'm comfortable with this small group of friends that I made. I got a nice job. And I think every now and then my brain kicks in like back to that fight or flight or that I have to achieve more. And my brain kind of goes to like, okay, review where you are. Are you bigger in your company? You're making more money, but could you make more? Like your friendships are deep and you do things with your friends. Those are great. Those are memories that you have. You know, I even went ice skating for the first time this year. I've never been ice skating, but I went for the first time with some friends and I didn't fall once, which was like my goal for like going there. I was like, I'm not going to fall on this fucking ice. Like, I'm not going to like, I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to fall on the ice and then somebody come by and slice my fingers off. I mean, I don't think that could happen, but I don't trust nothing. I've seen too many Final Destination movies. So I just, you know, I did that. I like, I try to, and I, I try to tell my nephews and my family members, like, just try to constantly grow whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, and spiritual can be on any level, not just Christianity or any religion you believe in. Spiritually is like your self-love, self-worth. And I think, I think personally, I keep reverting back to what, where am I? Why have I not improved more? And I don't want to say I'm an overachiever because that's not true. I just don't want to be, I just don't want to get comfortable and people say, well, comfort comfort is good. Yeah, it's, com- it's good to be comfortable in certain areas, but that's to each and their own individual point of view. For me, I want to be comfortable, but I also want to keep achieving. I want to keep making memories that I can revert back to, that I can call on. And I think that's like my thing. Like, I think that's my biggest flaw is like even in relationships, I always look at relationships and was like, okay, 
You know, let me sit down and talk to my partner. Communication is very important to me in a relationship. I want to talk about these things. I want to see where we're going to go. Like couple goals are very like I individual goals for me is important, but couple goals for me is just as important. Like I want a significant other that I can sit down with and say, hey, if we're going to get married or we want to talk about marriage and we're at that stage, like when do you want to get married? Not like let's just go with the flow because going with the flow is not making plans. Going with the flow is not saying, hey, I want a house. Hey, I want to purchase a house. Hey, I want to start saving money together in a joint bank account. Like people that stay in relationships for a long period of time, and this is just my personal opinion, people who stay in relationships for 10, 8, 9, 10 years or more, or even five-year mark, if you've been in a relationship for that long, for five years, and you don't know if you want to marry that person, you don't know if you... If it's still like a short term or long term thing, like you have to set milestones. And at some point, you know, if you're fine with just going with the flow and you don't ever want to get married, then that's fine if that's what you want. But for me and how I've been feeling is just like I just keep reviewing my life. I keep reviewing where I came from and how how I used to work three jobs when I was in college and I was paying for my apartment. I was living in you know, I was I was living in student living. I was working on get my bachelor's degree. I was working for this as IT for the city. I was also working for the apartment complex I lived in during their IT at the same time. On top of having another job that I was doing and also being active in the LGBTQ community and like being part of the club and being part of panels. And that drive is something that I feel like I miss. Like I was just always there and I have to get back. And I think it's just I've I've lost self-awareness on like just being comfortable. And that's something that I'm putting 100 percent of my energy into going forward now. It's just like I just want to keep pushing. Like I don't have to do it until I'm worn out or I'm tired. But like it's not because I want to achieve a certain amount of money or a certain lifestyle because I don't I'm not that type of person. It's just that I just want to live the best life possible. And for me, my best life possible is to constantly push myself because from a young age, from whatever scenario I've been in, I've always been reminded that like things aren't going to be easy for you. And if things get easy, then you're comfortable. And if you're comfortable, then watch out because something might come and it might completely knock you off your game and you always want to have a backup plan so you're not stuck or homeless or like caught off guard to the point where you're just mentally unstable and you can't handle the things that come your way. So, I mean, I'm I'm just going to end it on that part. I woke up this morning feeling weird. I woke up this morning feeling out of place and I felt like something wasn't right. And I think it's just I got to get back on my grind. I got to get back on my goals of what I want to achieve. I did achieve a lot right now, but I want to achieve more. And in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to get off my ass and push myself. Not that I'm not doing it now, but a lot more now because I'm alive and breathing at this moment. And that's all that matters. So I'm just going to keep pushing and doing what I can. I guess it wasn't really a story. Not much. I guess I indulge but or put out there but I just I just want to be the best Sherman that I can be and right now 
this Sherman has been comfortable for four years and I don't like being comfortable. I like being ahead of the game. Anyway, thanks for listening and just another day. Bye.